Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow, heck, maybe even download for those of you a little scared to use data. So, this week, uh, let's start out as we always do with a question for the audience and for my co host, Joker. Step. Okay, so if you could have any elemental based power, but you have to embody it, like physically uh, take in that power and that, like, if you chose like earth or something like that, your skin would be as hard as rock. You'd be look like the thing. I'd be cool with that. I think I'd do earth. Earth? Because, I mean, you think about it, it's not much that's going to hurt you at that point. I mean, you're not wrong. Then I feel between that or fire, I don't know if I'd want to deal with that element. Fire just sounds like it'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I'd want to deal with that element, Just which was the first thing I thought. I was like, ooh, fire. But no, that may not uh, be so pleasing. I think I'd pick a plant-based one. I mean, more more so of yeah. thinking of the regrowing of limbs thing and that. Because, like, imagine if you, like, broke off your hand as the rock. Or, I guess, any element. Like, if you're yeah. a plant one, though, you could just regrow stuff. That would be interesting. I think I'd pick plants. Okay, so, folks, that brings us into this week's character. We're going to be covering Mr. Freeze. Okay, let's get started with real world. Victor Freeze, a.k.a. Mr. Freeze, is a supervillain appearing in American comic books. Published by DC Comics, created by writer Dave Wood and artist Sheldon Moldoff and Bob Kane. Uh, I guess Bob Kane created the concept of the art. That's pretty cool. He first appeared in Batman issue number 121, February 1959. Wow, so a bit of an old one. As the ice-based criminal, Mr. Zero. But he was soon renamed Mr. Freeze. I have a feeling that probably has to do with like Absolute Zero or something playing yeah. off of that. I could see that, but... Yeah, Mr. Zero sounds more like a weird like number internet villain. Right. It'd be like uh, the Count from uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be an interesting villain. Yeah, he, He's old enough to be definitely one of Batman's oldest enemies yeah actually he's up there 1959 that's kind of yeah wow that old character here so years later the character's origin story would be revamped to match the one conceived by writer paul denny for batman the animated series in which dr victor freeze was a cryogenics expert in gotham city who was caught in his laboratory mishap while attempting to cure his terminally ill wife nora uh, the accident drastically lowered his body temperature to sub-zero levels, forcing him to wear a cryogenic suit in order to survive. Oof. That's got to suck. That's a rough go. But I do kind of like how the origin that was created for the cartoon became what they used for the comic. It's amazing how often that actually happens. But it's always kind of cool when it does. It is. It is. Like, I, I'll say, like, sometimes the sometimes the cartoons actually do a better job, I think, than the comics. Right. Freeze's main goal remains to find a cure for his wife's illness, though his methods often bring him into conflict with Batman. This depiction of Mr. Freeze has since endured as one of the superhero Batman's most reoccurring enemies. He belongs to the collective of adversaries that make up Batman's central rose gallery. And I gotta say, as far as, like, his villains go in that, I'd say Mr. Freeze is definitely up there as one of his top. Oh, yeah. But it's also kind of cool, because he's not necessarily always necessarily trying to be a villain yeah it's like, just the way he goes about trying to help his wife 
goes the wrong way. It really does. But it's not like depicted like a bunch of others who intentionally are trying to be bad. Exactly. Most of the time he's just doing bad because he needs money to fund his research. Yep. And he's like, what's the quickest way to get money? Rob a bank. And unfortunately, that brings you in contact with the bat. Yep. <laughs> So for his intro, from the time of his first appearance in 59, the character is portrayed as one of the many quote-unquote joke villains cast as stocked enemies of Batman. He was originally called Mrs. Zero in the comics, but producers of the 60s Batman TV series renamed him Mr. Freeze and portrayed Batman addressing him as Dr. Otto Schivel. Uh, The name quickly carried over to the comic books and then the pre-crisis continuity. It is explained that Mr. Freeze is a rogue scientist who designed for an ice gun backfires when he inadvertently spills cryogenic chemicals on himself, resulting in him needing sub-zero temperatures to survive. I mean, a little disappointed that they altered it, like him trying to find the cure for his wife to him making a freeze gun. Well, this is the original. Oh, that's this, the original. This is before he got, they got oh, altered. Oh, okay. I will I will say, though, the, na- the name change uh, makes it a little less jokey. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's get into the origin. Okay. Originally called Mr. Zero, he was renamed and popularized by the 1960s Batman television series in which he was played by the by three different actors. George Sanders, Otto Preminger, and Ellie Wallach. We're going to hope that's how any of those are pronounced. My apologies if they're not. But it's kind of surprising he's got that many actors. I so early on. Yeah, yeah, especially like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really think his voice changed that much. So apparently they're killing. They're nailing it. Guess so. <laughs> uh, so nearly thirty years later, a TV adaptation of Batman revitalized him once again. The Batman the animated series retold Mister Freeze's origin in uh, the episode Heart of Ice, uh, written by Paul Dini. The episode introduced his terminally ill, cryogenically frozen wife, Nora, which explained his obsession with ice and the need to build a criminal empire to re- raise research funds. Uh, this more complex, tragic character was enthousi- enthusiastically accepted by fans and became standard portrayal for the character in most forms of media, including the comic book series itself, which previously had the character casually killed off by the Joker. Oh. <laughs> which I think that's even worse than just casually killed off. Right? I will say, yeah, the animated series definitely created the Mr. Freeze that I think we all kind of know and love. Oh, yeah. And that, like, his original version that we were just kind of talking and reading about, like, eh, not, yeah, I could see him being a stock just joke villain. Because that's what it definitely sounded like, to be honest. But, like, dang, now this turns him into a tragic villain. And then Batman Robin goes and makes him back into a joke. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, Arnold, what were you thinking? <laughs> I had to rewatch that the other night just because, just as I was writing this, I'm like, oh, I'm going to rewatch that movie. <laughs> Horrible movie, but... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best. <laughs> okay, so Freeze was resurrected in the comics after the episode aired. The episode was seen as groundbreaking for a Saturday morning cartoon and helped set the tone for the rest of the series. This backstory was also made canon in the comics and has been the character's official origin in almost every incarnation of Batman until September 2011, when the New 52 rebooted DC's continuity uh, elements of this origin story were incorporated into the uh, incorporated into the 1997 film Batman Robin, in which he was betrayed by Arnold Schwarzenegger, as we were just talking about. Yep. <laughs> 
Also, god dang, the new 52s, man. Ah. And they screw everything up. They, it's also why they didn't last very long. Yeah, they, they, they really tried to alter everything, and the fans were like, what are you doing? Right. They don't, they, most fans do not do change. <laughs> not at all. Okay, now we're going to be getting into the in-universe New Earth. Take it away. Which is the, if I remember correctly, the, technically the current canon is New Earth. Okay. So, as a child, Victor Freeze was fascinated by freezing animals as a hobby he developed to escape the pressures of his brutal, control-freak father. Gotta love kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, his parents, horrified by his hobby, uh, sent him to a strict boarding school where he was miserable, feeling detached from humanity. Yes, because sending a kid to a strict boarding school is really going to make things better. Right? Like, it... Honestly, if anything, this is going to make things way worse. You look back and you just realize how much therapy could have solved so many of these issues. <laughs> and it's like, man, well, like, too bad that didn't become acceptable until recently. Right? Like, I mean, you wouldn't have half of the villains in Batman's Road Gallery. You wouldn't have Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wayne, why don't we take that energy and put it into philanthropy? <laughs> why don't you help the poor instead of beating them up? <laughs> Okay, so that winter, when the other children went home for the holiday, Victor discovered that his parents had disowned him. He was thought of as an embarrassment, a mistake to be filed away and forgotten, and he never saw them again. My God, that is harsh. And that's the worst part about that is they're even still alive. Yeah, I was they're about just to... like the complete worst kind of parents. Man, this guy didn't have a chance. He really didn't. So, in college, he felt that he may never feel a warm touch, but then came Nora, a beautiful athlete with whom he fell deeply in love with and ultimately married. He later got a job te- teaching cryogenics at the local college. Okay, okay. A little bit of shine light that's probably going to be dashed away pretty quick here. Uh, so, Nora later fell terminally ill. Yep, there it is. With a rare cancer. Okay. <laughs> Fry's uh, uh, freeze left teaching and took on a job working for a large drug company called Gothcorp. <laughs> that just sounds like something that I hear on chem- My Chemical Romance or something. Right. Uh, so Gothcorp was uh, ran by the ruthless Ferris Boyle. Seems very close to Ferris Bueller. Yep. <laughs> so he could find... Uh, so he, but he started working there so he could find a cure. Using this great, uh, using his great intellect and passion for cryogenics, Freeze discovers a way to put Nora into a cryostasis using company equipment, hoping to sustain her until a cure could be found. I mean, you'd be amazed what people will do for their love for somebody they love. Oh yeah, and so far he's actually done very little, or. That's not very little, but nothing bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Yet. who who cares about stealing from uh, major corporations? And that I mean, we all take pens from our from our office workspace, right? So Boyle found out about the experiment and canceled the funding. But Freeze continued with the project anyways, leaving Boyle in huge debt. Boyle attempted to have Nora brought out of stasis and overruled for, uh, Freeze's frantic objections, during which a struggle ensued. As a result, Freeze became engulfed in his own cryogenic coolants and was left for dead. Because, you I know, mean, comics always love to leave people for dead. Yeah. They just don't like to finish the job. <laughs> okay, so uh, Freeze... I, I keep wanting to call it Fries. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Freeze would survive. 
but the chemicals had altered his body chemistry and his body temperature was lowered dramatically. He could no he could now only survive at sub-zero temperatures. Freeze escaped unnoticed with the fro uh, with the frozen Nora, which is impressive because I imagine whatever he's keep, keeping her in that thing cannot be small. Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, like, I don't think I can move our fridge out of our apartment without somebody noticing. I'd like to think that's a, that'd be a no. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, if, if if a comic book villain can do it, I think <laughs> I can manage. Right. So, in hiding, he invented a special refrigeration suit to stay alive and used cryogenic, uh, cryonic technology to create a powerful gun which fired a beam that froze any target within its range. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, with this technology, he became a criminal called Mr. Freeze with a taste for diamonds and revenge. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So quick to go to the criminal life, a lot of these characters. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, so we're going to get into criminal activities. Take us away. So his first act as a costumed criminal is to take revenge upon Ferris Boyle, a plan which Batman interferes, of course. Very much. So Mr. Freeze fired his uh, freeze gun at Batman, but he dodged, causing the beam to shatter Nora's capsule. No! (laughs) So Freeze blamed Batman and swore to destroy whatever the Dark Knight holds dear, mainly Gotham City and eventually Robin. Mr. Freeze once joined a team of Gotham's costumed freaks led by Two-Face... The group attempted to destroy the remnants of Carmen Falcone's crime family. Which, yeah, you know, got to fully eliminate another crime family to gain that kind of power. But uh, also, uh, man, I mean, he's not entirely wrong that Batman's to blame. (laughs) I mean, yes and no, because it's not like Batman did it on purpose. No, no, fully fair, (laughs) but, you know, villain logic. Oh, yeah, villain logic, he's entirely to blame. Yeah. But at that point, uh, Boyle's right up there with Batman. Oh, 100%. Boyle's the main... Since that's the whole thing that started that. (laughs) Yeah, Boyle's the main bad guy, I think, in all this. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) So, during the Columbus Day Massacre, Freeze was assigned to the removal of Eddie Skeevers. Uh, Mr. Freeze and the others eventually would uh, fight Batman and Robin in the Batcave after a botched assassination attempt on Two-Face by Hangman. Ah, wow, a lot of infighting. (laughs) That's why. That's why. What happens cri- when you get a group of criminals? I was gonna say that's why criminal criminal groups never succeed. It's like the Sith in Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. They're gonna turn on each other pretty quick. Oh yeah. It's one of those like, why does Batman even bother going out? It's like, oh wait, a group of criminals got together. Eh, they'll deal with each other. So initially locked in Arkham Asylum, Freeze was eventually transferred to the Gotham State Penitentiary from where he escaped and attempted to steal technology from Star Labs until he was stopped and returned to prison by Batman. Of course. Like always. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's just like we've done with uh, Scarecrow. If Batman would do more than just put them in prison, right? He'd be done with these guys so quickly. I mean, I also feel like with Mr. Freeze, Batman Bruce Wayne has the money that he could have probably just been like, hey, if I give you this money to fix your wife, like, will you not kill or rob people? Right. Pretty sure Freeze would have been like, wait, you serious? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Freeze especially. Yeah. Like, there was a better way to deal with that than keep throwing him in prison. There was a lot of better coming out. So many better ways. Oh, yeah. 
So after the series of encounters with the Gotham's vigilantes, Freeze would decide to hibernate inside a block of ice created with his own weapons. Uh, his fr frozen body would eventually be found in the Gotham River, where the police pulled him out and took him to a morgue, uh, assuming there was a corpse inside the ice. When the ice thawed, Freeze crawled out, into, out to the colder room where he was stopped by Detective Montoya and Batman. Freeze was then arrested and taken away in an ambulance with necessary equipment to keep him alive. That's... Hmm. Yes, because hibernating was the best choice, Mr. Freeze. I don't... What was your end goal? Uh, was he trying to wait out Batman? Oh, maybe he was just trying to cool off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> On that note, let's get into powers and abilities. <laughs> okay, so unique physiology. After becoming drenched by cryochemicals, Freeze's body chemistry was altered to decrease in body temperature and to the adaptive ability to only survive in cold climates. I mean, you call it adaptive, but when it's really good, when it's really a hindrance, is it adaptive or is I don't know what the word for that is. I don't know enough science terms. <laughs> so self-sustenance. Oh. Freeze's biology can completely withstand frozen temperatures, becoming immune to risk of frostbite, uh, chillblains, chillblains, and sure. that's what I'm going with, uh, and other cold-related illnesses. I'm sure there's some medical expert just screaming at the at his screen right now. Probably have the proper pronunciation. <laughs> okay, so he also, uh, oh yeah, he also has decelerated aging. The chemicals caused his aging process to slow drastically, which makes sense because, you know, cold things uh, tend to move at a slower rate as far yep. as frequency and vibration. So he also has tox oh, toxic immunity. Victor is immune to disease, toxins, and poisons. That That's actually pretty useful. Which they do kind of show that in the Batman Rob movie. I was when gonna Ivy tries to hit him with the pheromones, and he's just like, mm, no. I can see that. <laughs> They've kind of shown some of these, like also in like the cartoons, or like and that where like he somehow is able to like has an extended life. Yep. So okay, he's also a genius level has a, possesses a genius level intellect. Victor is also a polymath who has studied many uh, many areas of physics and chemistry, as well as uh, neurobiology and medicine. Okay, so let's get into the science. He's a gifted scientist, having built his cryo suit, cold gun, and life support machine for uh, Selena Kyle, who had her heart removed by Hush. Oof. Didn't know about that. Did not know about that. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like that also goes to show how smart he is to be able to create something like that. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Okay, uh, he's uh, he knows uh, cryogenics, medical science, uh mechanical engineering according to mr terrific the technology created by mr freeze is as technologically advanced as that of apocalypse or lex luthor which is saying something yeah also i feel like reading all this adds so much credence to mr freeze saying that uh nathan snark is the master of um absolute zero oh it definitely adds a lot to his statement of that yeah like i knew it was impressive but like reading through this i'm like wow that's really good praise then oh yeah if this guy's like no he's the master of cold i'm sorry what <laughs> okay so weaknesses vulnerability to heat kind, kind of goes, with, goes yeah, without saying yeah i feel like that's a pretty <laughs> obvious one 
Uh, so technological re, uh, reliability. He relies on his cryo suit to regulate his temperature at a frozen level. Makes sense. You crack the suit, you completely destroy him. Yep. Okay, so that's it for powers and abilities. Uh, take us away in other media, Joker. So first in the TV with live action, he is in the 1960s Batman. He was also in the TV show Gotham. In animation, he makes way more appearances. <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly, I also left out like four or five. Dang. But the main ones being Batman the Animated Series, the new Batman Adventures, Batman Beyond, the Batman Superman Hour, the Batman, Young Justice, Teen Titans Go, and DC Superhero Girls. It's always... we've I've noticed we've had a random, like a really large amount that seemed to randomly be in that DC Superhero Girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of making me almost want to check it out. Same. Just like the random characters that keep popping up in there. Yeah. So, in film, he only has um, one actual live-action appearance, being Batman and Robin, which this incarnation also makes a cameo in Space Jam and New Legacy. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. There's so many things that make a cameo in that movie. You could probably make a list off of that and be a good 20 minutes. I'm just more cracking up <laughs> that they got in the live action version to make a cameo. Right. Uh, so in animation movies, he has Batman and Mr. Freeze, Sub-Zero, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, uh, DC Super Friends, The Joker's Playhouse, Justice League, Gods and Monsters, Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders, uh, Batman vs. Two-Face, the Lego Batman movie, Scooby-Doo and Bat- uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, Batman vs. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Batman Hush. I remember Batman Hush, yeah. I think that's the most recent out of all the, the cartoon movies that I, he would have been in. I believe so. I know like the Return of the Cape Crusaders and Batman vs. Two-Face, those were based on like the 60s era TV show. Ah, okay. So they were definitely much older movies. It makes sense. <laughs> so in video games, um, he appears in 20 games. Some of them being the Lego DC games and obviously the Batman Arkham series. Because pretty much all of Batman's major rogue galleries is in all of those. Oh yeah, they all kind of make an appearance at one point or another. Yeah. Uh, Batman the Animated Series tie-in game. The Batman Robin film tie-in game. Batman Rise of uh, Senzu. DC Universe Online. He was in Injustice 2 as a skin for Captain Cold. I think we mentioned in the Captain Cold episode. Maybe. Uh, you know what, folks? Go back, re-listen to that one for us, and let us know. And then apparently he is set to appear in the upcoming Gotham Knights game. Which I'm curious to see how he fits into that. I am too. Uh, I'm curious if he actually has like it a... seems to be more of the, the owls that we've never really seen in games. Yeah. I'm curious to see how he's going to fit. Wonder if he's going to have a main role or if he's one of those side ones that you kind of meet somewhere. I have a feeling that's what it's going to be, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but it'll still be fun. Okay, so is that all we got for him? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so a uh, question I got to ask, like I do every week. You a fan, Joker? Definitely. Along with like the Joker, he was definitely one of my favorites always. I think just because the way the character was always portrayed and the way he was wasn't necessarily always a villain per se. Yeah. It was always very interesting to see and very cool to watch. He all I enjoyed the I always liked the character because he always still had a sense of humanity. He could be reasoned with. Yeah. With what he was doing. Batman, that's generally how Batman was always able to win in the animated series was try to reason and fate get his humanity to show. So I, I've always been a fan as well. And you know what? For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, 
enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.